0: Often, God does the unexpected, way beyond we, our, our imagination. And I'm going to tell a story. Now, some of you have heard this story, um, but that's okay. you hear it again. <laughs> um, my own conversion story. I was 19, and I I'd never uh, encountered God before. I didn't know if he was real. My school teacher, um, I actually ran into him the year after I left school, and I was in uni, and he said, Do you want to come on a mission trip for two weeks to Papua New Guinea? And I said, um, "Where's that?" <laughs> I thought it was um, near Bali, so I thought, "Oh, awesome! You know, mission trip to Bali—like that sounds amazing." Don't judge me, okay? I was 19, I didn't. Know. <laughs> and I thought, "Let's let's do it. Let's go to let's go to this beach place and let's you know, let's do a mission trip." <laughs> and as we went, uh, every morning we had to get up for at 7 a.m. for mass. And actually, Father Dan was, you were there in that, that trip all the way back then, and um, his plan eventually made it, um, his plan had a bit of a difficulty, <laughs> um, and it was, he, um, we were there, and every morning, Father Dan was saying Mass at 7am, and I could, i was like, this is too early, every morning, and that was the more Mass for two weeks than I've ever been to in my, my life, okay, so two weeks, that's every day, that's 14 Masses, I didn't grow up practicing, you know, going to church every, every week, and... um and so by the end of the week, I was literally sleeping in the mass. And, um, and it came for the communion. And my friend, I remember everything because it, it was the most amazing thing. My friend punched me and woke me up. And I was drooling. And I, and I went to the front to receive um, communion. And as I went to the front, not expecting anything, um, I, I received the bread, the, the body of Christ. And I sat back down all of a sudden. Um, I can't. It's hard to describe this. This presence just came upon me and just flooded me from, from my head all the way through. And I just remember, all I can remember thinking was, you're real. Oh, my gosh, you're real. And you love me. It was just, just like this, this presence of love was just flowing through me. And I was like, okay, whatever you want, whatever you want. It was this beautiful encounter that just lasted just for a moment And I was just reeling from that. (laughs) I'm still reeling from it. It's hard to tell the story (laughs) and go into that um, experience. See, God often in our lives will come to us in the most unexpected ways. And that's what we're celebrating here today, that our God came in an unbelievable way and he'll come into our lives in an unbelievable way. See, there were these shepherds. (laughs) These shepherds who were in the in the the countryside, just doing their job, just watching the sheep at night, and they encountered this terrifying sight, something totally unexpected. So shocking is what happened. It said, The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them. They were terrified. But the angel said, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people, Today in the town of David is a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And then the angel, there was a great thronging of the heavenly host, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest and peace to to men who enjoy his favour. It's this great encounter. It's hard to even imagine what it would have been like. This glimpse into heaven, these just ordinary people, shepherds were probably some of the the lowest class of society on the edge of the town all of a sudden they're staring into heaven can you imagine what that would have been like the bible uses the word terrifying (laughs) because looking into the choirs of angels and they were singing they were singing this song when there's amazing story in the bible it communicates to us rich meaning not just through the words but through the circumstances and through the meaning of the symbols of what happened. So what happened? What is this communicating to us? So Mary and Joseph were outside the town trying to find a place in their most vulnerable state, desperate for somewhere to find, some some shelter just to feel safe so that Mary could deliver her child in safety. And the Saviour was born in such a humble state. The angels announced this to the most humble of workers in the town. Gave them a glimpse into heaven to the most lowly people, the working class people. This is how God chose to be born. He chose to be born into the world in the most humble way. The angels appeared to the most humble. Mary and Joseph were were desperate for shelter. (laughs) That's how the Saviour came. What does this scene communicate to us? This scene communicates that God is for everyone. God came for everyone. His, the heart of Jesus burns for the lowliest and, and the poorest in society. No one is excluded from God's love. And what did the angels say to the shepherds? Okay, we're moving past the actions. Let's, let's listen to the words. That a saviour would be born. See, in the Greco-Roman world, a saviour, that word would indicate kind of like a political leader like Augustus of the time who would, who would uh, ensure the people's prosperity and, and safety from, from war and that type of thing. Prosperity and safety, that's what the word saviour would indicate. However, here we have this humble child born in the most amazing way, not into a palace... Not as a ruler in the same um, political sense of the time, but he's the one who's to be saviour. He's the one to bring peace. That's what the angels said. Glory to God in the highest and peace to people of goodwill. That's their message. That's what the angels were singing in heaven. That's what Jesus is going to bring, peace. Peace. This is what we're hearing from this story. And it's not a type of peace that the the world was going to bring, that the leaders of the time were going to bring. It's a peace that is far beyond our understanding. See, in the Bible, in Philippians 4 6 to 7, it says, Do not worry about anything, but in everything pray and supplicate, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. There is a type of peace that God offers his people that surpasses all understanding. You can be surrounded by the most difficult of situations, going through unbelievable life occurrences, and your heart be filled with the peace of Christ. When we talk about the peace of Christ, when you experience Jesus and his peace, everything else melts away. It's like the presence of God invades the depths of you and all you know is just the love and the safety of his presence. See, peace is that Jesus was going to bring to us it was not an earthly peace. It was a heavenly peace. It was the peace of heaven. That is what our Savior brings us. He's bringing us a peace that is far beyond anything that we can get here and now. Our saviour brings a supernatural peace, a peace that doesn't matter what's happening, a favour for all, doesn't matter who you are, that peace is available to you. Now at the end of our year, at the end of this this year we, we come to celebrate this Saviour who brings a supernatural peace to our world, who brings heaven the heavenly peace to us. And it's good to just sit just for a moment and take stock and think, have I experienced the peace of Christ? Have I experienced what this story promises me to experience? Can I resonate with those shepherds? Have I been told to search for it? See... This gospel message today is not just a beautiful story, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to open up to the peace of Christ, this unbelievable peace. Are you open tonight and as you go from here in the new year to this supernatural peace? Do you want a peace that is far beyond all understanding? Because that's what the Savior brings. How do we go in search of that peace? How do we go in search of an encounter of Christ? What does that even mean? How does that mean? What does that mean practically? Well, I want to give two suggestions tonight, or this morning, and I'll leave you alone. (laughs) Just two. The first one, we can search for him and encounter him in a powerful way in the Word of God, in the Bible. The Bible. (laughs) In the Bible we can encounter a supernatural peace. Now, let me, let me give you an example. I think the, one of the, the time-honored ways of encountering God in the Bible is Lectio Divina, and that involves us picking a verse and just reading it through, becoming familiar with it, seeing if we can recall it by memory, and then asking the Holy Spirit to speak to us through this verse, and then reading it slowly. And noticing what, speak, what jumps out to us. What do I mean by jump out? I mean something that grabs your heart. Something that touches your, your soul. And then ask the Lord how to apply that to your life. If you, go through the, the, if you go from here hungering for this peace, for this encounter with God, I highly encourage you to pick up a gospel like Luke, for example, and pick one passage a day and just do that. Just sit with the Lord. It might only take you five minutes. The second way, and this is probably more important, is to just humble ourselves before him and ask. If you've never encountered that before, or if you want to encounter it again, all we can do is ask. To ask God to open up to his love and to his peace, it involves humility. It involves us opening up ourselves in vulnerability to him. See, if we want to be so open to a supernatural peace that surpasses all else, we ask. See, in Psalm 149 it says, For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. He crowns the humble with victory. If we just humble ourselves before him, knowing that we need him, knowing that our lives will be better with the peace of Christ, with the presence of Christ in our lives, He will crown us with victory. He will give what we ask for. So you might like to tonight, just in your own way here, as we just have a moment of silence, to just open up in a second of vulnerability, just in a second of humility, and just ask the Lord to come. Can I lead you through a prayer if you feel comfortable? Just to close your eyes and don't worry about anyone around you. Lord Jesus, we come to you in humility because we need you. You are our saviour. Lord Jesus, as we just sit here in silence, we ask, us, we ask you to fill us with your peace. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, this year, as we move forward from here, we thank you for coming to us in a special way and we just open to you, surprising us with your love and surprising us with your presence in a new way because we, we humble ourselves and we need you, Lord, and you are our saviour. Amen. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful and consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.